It feels like forever since we have both been back in the studio. It's only, well, actually, it's been a while. So today we're talking about the auto intel report that just dropped a dropping EV price starter and baller billionaires. Baller billionaires. Baller billionaires. billionaires. Somehow that works into like the rap song that we're creating with the mashup of everything from the last 18 months or whatever. You know, we can do that. Baller billionaires. Baller billionaires. We'll get to it. We'll get to that story last since we're alluding to it so much. Uh, Welcome to Friday. It has been a strange week. For a lot of people because of Memorial Day, so a different sales kind of day. It was also like the last day of the month in this week. There was some travel on our end. I think generally speaking, people felt like this week has been compressed. Anybody, Always. Anybody else? Show of hands. Uh, show of hands. <laughs> Actually, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there just as a note. So my wife and kids, they love to watch back the pod and they'll watch it later in the afternoon. And my wife looks at me this morning and she goes, Jack. So Jack's my son. She goes, Jack, tell him about Wednesday. And I was like, tell him about Wednesday. And and Jack goes, oh, oh, dad, guess what? Paul said it was Monday on Wednesday. <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> I guess so. We'll have to watch it back. But, you know, everything. Where were we when we recorded We were in a hotel. So you we were there? I was there and I forgot. I missed it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's Monday, but on a Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday. Hey, for those of you that missed the stream yesterday, um, we use a platform called StreamYard and we got through the whole episode and then it realized it didn't have any audio. And then um, it also didn't record to the cloud. However, it was running through. So it was a big mess. So we were audio only yesterday. So, um, you know, if you didn't. And, it, and look, here's the thing. If you've never listened to the audio only pod, you uh, yesterday would be the day to start because we got off of having that conversation and paul and i just feel like it was a really valuable conversation both for us and for the industry so uh, i would just say you know if you've never downloaded the pod yesterday is the one that you might just want to go do and and drop it on you know one and a half speed listen to us talk fast and get some of those insights because it was just a genuine good conversation for us and we'd love to share those conversations let's talk about the reason we're really here today let's go let's go it is national donut day of course (laughs) that is absolutely the day actually i can't handle national donut day when when i travel it's like everything sideways my wife said this morning she said what do you want for lunch today? I was like, I, I don't know. Food just doesn't sound good uh, right now. To me. It's just you know, yeah, you bad get that when you get to that point. And oh uh, yeah, it's just travel food because sometimes if you work in the auto dealer world, travel food with dealers is usually pretty good. <laughs> it's great, yeah, without a doubt. But it's still just the way you wouldn't usually eat. Right, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm terrible. Exactly. At that. So if if you like donuts, or even if you you don't, you can get a free donut today at a lot of donut places. Yeah, so that, that was worth mentioning. So uh, getting into some more serious news. So today we're going to talk about uh, the June's Auto Intel uh, month annual or monthly. What is it? The Automotive Ventures Auto Intel Report. Right, we're going to put that up. Oh, yes. That's we're going to talk about that stat that was just got flashed up when it gets flashed up. Um, but we're going to talk about that. But one of my favorite things about this report that Steve Greenfield leads and puts out um, is usually they include a little quote in the beginning. And today's quote just hit me right between the eyes. It's from a Formula One driver. We've been talking about Formula One a lot this year. Um, but Brazilian Formula, uh, Formula One champion uh, Ayrton Senna is how I think you pronounce his name. Arten amazing Arten. Yep. Amazing quote. You can't overtake 15 cars in sunny weather. But you can when it's raining. I was like, and if you know anything about racing, you know that's true. 
And also, like, the implications. I read that when you put it in the show notes this morning, and I was like, the implications of that currently in business are so dynamic. Mm -hmm. It's like, we talked about this yesterday. Literally every day, there's some level of change required. It's always right. You know, our, our friend Brian Benstock, David Spizak, they keep saying this, like, fix the roof when the sun is shining. And from a, like, and from a just, like, industry level Profit, profitability yeah. things like that it's a very sunny world but what rain means in racing is that there are that there are the unknowns that there are the things that can happen that typically wouldn't happen everything kind of slows down the the ground is leveled right almost like everyone's playing on the same playing field your car like the capacity of the car is a little bit less yeah. um it's you yeah. know dynamic yeah. right so all of that like, everyone's got that base level of skill right yes everyone's exactly. pretty even when conditions are perfect yep but when conditions aren't perfect is when you find out very quickly who are the actual drivers yes right and you find out when it's raining and the economy's doing weird things and supplies doing weird things you find out who are the actual operators who are the actual entrepreneurs Right? Who are the people that aren't walking around confused, but they're walking around with purpose and they're walking around with like, ah, we've, we haven't been able to get past this car, but they don't know how to drive in this. It's on now. Everything's out the window. So I thought that would just set a great tone for today's show. Um, you so, could say it like this. Market shares the opportunity right now. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. my gosh. Three there you go. Let's get into three. the news because the data that Mr. Greenfield lays out is always dynamic. So, yeah, talk about it. So uh, in his monthly report, you can, it's linked up in our show notes. You really should get it. It's automotiveventures.com. Um, you know, so basically, uh, he goes through a few things. And one, the first point we want to talk about is, you know, and we can only cover a few things in this whole newsletter, but uh, the, there is recommendations for companies and startups and young companies growing. So in automotive, there are a lot of tech companies. Uh, there are a lot of people moving and shaking in the shifting dynamic, saying with the market economic outlook, with markets doing what they're doing, you know, there's still kind of dry powder financing capital available for startups. Um, right. But saying that no one's ever regretted shifting their strategy and they see a recession or they see a downturn on the horizon. And they said shifting it to, and I quote, default alive. I was like, yeah. that's pretty stark. But yeah. saying like, hey, our whole purpose is shifting the strategy to how do we stay in business? Our, our business coach, Dave Meltzer. I was about to first say, First rule Meltzer. of business. Stay in business. Stay in business, yeah. right? So I'm seeing that shift. And the converse point there is that from a dealership standpoint, dealers are still showing a lot of stability into the future because of the pent-up demand. Go ahead, Isaac. Throw the graphic on the screen. Um, so it's looking like there's $2.9 million in pent-up fleet demand and $1.9 million, uh, not dollars, units, one point yeah. million nine million units in retail demand, which equals five million units, right? Yeah, that's five million. And not just that, but think of the prioritization level typically in you know in volume, and then think about what that does to the used car market in twelve to eighteen months, which is the typical holding time of a lot of right now at least. It used to be a lot shorter timeline, but the typical holding time of a lot of rental companies, and so. It's not just new cars that are conti that continue to have pent up demand. It's this used car market for you know n newer model used cars. Yep, that's absolutely right. And so, like, there really is this element of like retail automotive is still looking very stable, 
right? Yes, Although we have had absolutely. record pros- profits and they, they forecast shows like they'll drop a little bit, but there's still going to be record profits if you take like the recent months out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And just that in the demand alone, the the economic situation looks very stable. The the real the real question is like, will OEMs maintain, um, you know, production discipline? Big question, right? right. Are we ever going to go back to 120 day supply? We sure hope not. Right. Yep. And doing all kinds of crazy things with incentives. But that that is the question to ask now. And everyone now says, yeah, we're never going back. And the verbal is we're never going back. Right. Jim Farley, very clear, like we're probably not going to have ground stock. But man, I think some OEMs love some wholesale. I'll tell it's you that. A little and human just, nature uh, wrapped up it's in a little that. human nature. Right. Um, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So, you know, look, it's a good time to be in retail automotive. If you're in a startup or if you're uh, like kind of living that life, don't say Steve Greenfield didn't tell you when it actually happens. (laughs) Colin, tell us about the Bolt. Talk about the Bolt. Oh, man, this is is really interesting because the Bolt has come out under scrutiny a lot of times, a lot of recalls. Um, Yeah, so there is... uh, I see the Bolt as like an OG. It is an OG. It was kind of like Leaf, then Bolt immediately OG EV. There's there's a piece of content. OG EV. OG EV. But for the first time, the Bolt is is approaching more of an affordability. So with all other vehicle manufacturers raising prices on vehicles, used car pricing going up, new EVs like Tesla, Rivian, all raising prices, we've got the Bolt going to start at $28,195 for the LT, um, where it was almost $35,000. And the premium trim coming down over $6,000 from almost $39,000 to mid 32s um you think about that it's like that's a whole it's like a, you know almost hundred dollars a month in payment it's almost right? a 20 percent price drop i mean it, yeah. that really flies in the face of all the conversations we've been having so strange battery prices right supply shortages and for chevy to make i i don't know i think this is under talked about right now honestly well i i think about this is who's gonna be the first one to say you know like Technology is advancing, which means we can, you know, get prices more aligned because you look at a lot of those like mid thirties, low forties EVs. They're not like the most well-built vehicles. They're not the most gorgeous type thing, but you know, the, it was always like, well, battery technology, scaling that plants, more expensive R and D, all that type of stuff. And there, like, I have to assume at some point the technology capacity will allow those vehicles to be sold at a better cost every, every so, piece of technology we look you'd at think so right yeah computer tvs computers everything. all of that right yes. eventually you reach a point of production efficiency where the price just drops substantially um when it's yep. not when it's not so new um i feel like you know tesla talked a long time about getting hitting the affordability mark right and elon yes. musk was talking a lot about getting a vehicle you know, lower, lower, lower price point to make it not a luxury vehicle anymore, but accessible yep. to everyone. And we've seen the opposite happen with the Model 3, right? We've seen it get more expensive this year. Yeah. So I no think doubt. for Chevy to come out and swing big at this, like when was the last time you heard a vehicle to get a 20% price cut? I've not met, in the I've, last two years, I can tell you no, that. No, I mean, aside, ascent, incentives aside, because this is not an incentive. Right. This no, is a this base is price a reduction. price reduction. Including shipping. Do you see that? Including shipping. Including shipping. <laughs> so, <laughs> including shipping. No dealer tax tags, license. Right? We need some fine print in there. Right, right. No. So, um, Bravo to Chevy. I mean, this just goes to show us that just because the market 
the market narrative and the market dynamic is telling you, you know, making you feel or tricking you into thinking like it can only be this way. Like GM just showed us, like it's a lesson for all of us, for every entrepreneur, for everyone yeah. running a business that like, if you focus on the right thing, you can still make changes in your business that are opposite of what the modern narrative is. And I mean, this one just, just smacked me in the face this morning. We only have a few minutes left because we are about to jump into the All Things Used Cars clubhouse room. Um, how can they get there? from from this just, show <laughs> from this show i don't know but you should just go down download clubhouse and follow all of your automotive friends and find where they're at because if you're not in that room and you're in automotive yep dm us miss. dm us send yeah. an email DM to crew us. at a soda.com we'll send you a link uh, but this there last story baller billionaires we alluded to at the beginning of the show lebron james just hit one billion dollars in lifetime income according to forbes with uh, the sale on a minority stake, but a big part of the stake of his media and entertainment company, the Spring Hill Company. Um, he sold a minority stake to a group of investors and includes like Fenway Sports Group, Nike, Epic Games, uh, at a valuation of about $725 million. So he crossed the billion dollar mark. Like Gary Vaynerchuk's always like, what is the ROI of a basketball? It's like, well, for LeBron James, it's it's a billion dollars. For me, it's right. nothing. <laughs> right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the ROI of a microphone, of a camera, right? Of a price cut. And so yep. um, I think that the, that's like a piece of pop culture news, but I thought it was important to talk about this. You and I, and pretty much everyone else in retail automotive, know more billionaires than the average person. Without a doubt. Like, how and, is it that I know so crazy? a dozen billionaires that I can think of? That I can they call. probably walk around in jeans. Some of them even still fly commercial because they have like this air of humility, right? I can, Not I, all of them. Well, three people, right? at three dealer principals of large groups who are multi-billionaires fly, don't own a company plane. Yeah. And there's, there's that reason for it. Okay, right? Wow. And then you think of the community impact that those oh, billionaires have through their work and their effort and their humility and their engagement in the community. And people just don't see that. And they don't think that when they think retail automotive and they look at LeBron James and it's like, you look at all the, the, the ego and all of the, like the motion and the noise. And does a lot for the community, like for not sure to get does. that wrong, but like, that's a one out of all of, all of basketball. Absolutely. One, and it's just right? really high profile, right? So yes. all the stuff he does for the community is very high profile. So people are looking at it and, but look, I thought it was worth giving some dealers some major props because we know quite a few billionaires who are in the dirt every day Absolutely. that aren't a headline. And we just thought it was good to give them some credibility today. We're on our way to Clubhouse to talk about the most cutting edge strategies in used car purchasing. It's all about how to get the money, how to serve the people. We'll see you on Monday. Have an amazing weekend. Out.